Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I am John Shirky, here with my friend and co-host, Jamie Wagner. As always, our episode is brought to you by our website, eyesupmindset.com, which is our website where you can go and find all of our resources, our services. If you're an athlete, if you're an individual, if you're a business looking to take the next step in your performance by mastering and working through some of the mindset and the mental skills necessary to do that, we'd love to hear from you. Check it out. Send us a note. Call us however you want to get, get in touch with us. We also just launched an apparel line, the Live Eyes Up. There's some shirts, some hats. We'd love for you to order those and start wearing them and let people know that you are part of the Eyes Up family and that you are living in such a way uh, that you're going to live eyes up. We have a great episode for you today. I'm excited to share it with you. But before we even get there, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, We got a white Christmas after all Um, here in Minnesota. It was, I mean... Northern Minnesota, there was still snow on the ground, but here it was brown and barren and ridiculous. And then we got a blizzard and now it's snowing again. So it's a wonderful day. Um, even if you don't like snow that much, like me, that is good for you. Good for you. (laughs) I did not have a white Christmas. I was, uh, on a beach looking at the ocean and I didn't miss the snow one bit, even though, uh, you know, the whole Bing Crosby white Christmas thing is a thing. Some people want it. Some people don't. I didn't miss it, but I I'm glad to you there, got it. To be I'm honest. glad you got it. So, well, now we're rolling into new year. It's crazy. It's this kind of that week, you know, we're recording this before, right before new year's. Um, and this conversation ties right into kind of flipping the calendar. What's, you know, and, and sort of some of our previous episodes of what's next and, and how do we look at toward the next year. But who do we talk to today and, and what's he all about? Yeah. Joel Cochran, uh, owner of icon fitness, and he's got a podcast icon fitness. He's, uh, doing some really, really cool stuff about fitness as a whole person, right? Not just when we hear fitness, we automatically go to physical fitness. And one of the things that eyes up mindset is about is developing mental health fitness. And when we hear mental health, we automatically think negative. And John has said this on the podcast before it's a spectrum. Fitness is a spectrum from right. Pathology, something bad going on to health or to fitness. And when it comes to this conversation, uh, Joel talks to us about how all of that ties together. It's not just physical fitness. It's not just sleep. It's not just nutrition. It's not just mindset. All of those pieces are connected to giving us a happy, joyful experience. And, uh, I was uh, blown away by some of it. I'm excited for everybody to hear it. Yeah. He, he talked about the other 23 hours and that's a concept that I think is really cool that he, he talks a little bit more about and, um, check his stuff out. He's awesome. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Joel Cochran. Joel, welcome to the eyes up mindset podcast. Awesome to have you here today. Yeah, guys, thanks so much for uh, having me on. I'm really looking forward to diving into uh, some conversation with you guys. So we were we were introduced uh, by someone on our podcast a few weeks ago, Raina yeah. Rose. And, you know, when we asked her, who is someone that you would recommend that you think fits with kind of 
the eyes up mindset lifestyle and living eyes up. And she immediately was like, Joel, you got to talk to Joel. I'll connect you. And, and that became really apparent when we started doing research for, for our conversation today, it's like, man, this guy is just locked in, in, in an industry, you know, that is similar to athletics that we kind of focus on a lot of times. Um, but we haven't done a lot in the health and fitness, uh, kind of world yet, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us kind of who you are, where you're at, what you're up to. Yeah. 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 Thanks for the introduction. Um, my name is Joel Cochran. I am the owner of icon fitness and, uh, I started this business in the middle of the pandemic, actually in the very beginning of the pandemic after, uh, running CrossFit gym and some other companies, fitness based, um, companies for 10 years. Um, it was my opportunity to build branch out kind of to go on my own. Um, and to, to capitalize and optimize on a really terrible situation, a really difficult, challenging situation for, for many people. Um, I took it upon myself to go, well, where can I help? And taking it onto a virtual realm was the way that I knew I could continue to serve people and also kind of broaden the horizons when you, you take away the the structure or the framework of a, of a gym and a facility uh, that, that loses a lot for people. People all of a sudden don't know the direction to head or what to do. Uh, so I took this, that opportunity to dive not only into how are we going to continue to build a movement practice, but also what's our mindset, what's our nutrition like, how can we optimize our life in every different facet, instead of just showing up to the group class from 7.30 to, to 8.30. So my mission is uh, to be able to help people create healthier bodies through happier lives. And that's really my focus is when our lives are happy, we have energy, we can sleep better at night, our bodies operate at a more optimal range um, and therefore our training and our health is increased. That's awesome. I, I hear some things that, like John said, just locked in with who we are and what we do. Your instinct with a negative situation was how do I help, right? Service-minded, yeah. oriented, like I want to give this thing because I, ha- I have this tool, I have this skill, I understand this thing yeah. maybe in some ways that other people don't. And then you said, not only am I going to do this in fitness and like, we're not just going to show up to a class 7:30, 8:30, but you said, you know, the name of our company eyes up mindset. You talk about mindset. You talk about sleep. You talk about just yeah. optimizing your body physically comes from a lot of different perspectives. It's not just, I need to get to this class. Right. Yeah. So yeah. how did you end up there? Like what thing, you know, I think there's a journey that we're all on and yeah, there's 100%. points along the way that, determine where we're headed like what what thing on your journey made you realize this is more than just about fitness or it's more than just about nutrition there's a there's a bigger piece here so when the when the pandemic did hit you know i i was managing a gym at the time and the the gym's decision was to put everybody on unemployment and that was that doesn't roll with me um i believe you can make any situation um, as bright as you want to, as long as you are willing to turn on the lights and be able to see the, the corners and the crevices of like, oh, wow, that's a real amazing opportunity. And it was my time anyways. 
to be able to separate. And so when I got out of the gym where I couldn't be hands-on, right, where I couldn't be that coach and that cheerleader and that technician, I started searching for myself. I've been in, in you know, CrossFit for 10 years. You know, 2010 is when, when I started CrossFit. Um, I started a um, uh, events company called Human Performance Project with two of my friends where we put on CrossFit competitions. At the time, it was, it was the largest CrossFit competition outside of the CrossFit Games. And then going into running a gym, starting off one and then going and managing a second one, it was always about go, 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 go. And when the brakes were put on, I finally had to go, wait a second, what else? And that's when I took the opportunity to start diving into stuff that I've always been interested in, meditation, breath work, mindset, um, cold, cold therapy, uh, sunlight exposure, grounding, and I just dove into it. And all of a sudden, I started sleeping better, recovering. Uh, I didn't have as much injuries. I dropped uh, 15 pounds and, and only dropped about a pound uh, in muscle mass. And so my body looked better. And I was doing less. I was only using two 50-pound dumbbells and a jump rope at a park. That was it for six, seven months. And my body transformed because I got my mind right because I was more in tune when I ate, when I slept, when I meditated, when I read, read, read scripture, all of these components started coming in and I went, Oh, dang, I, I've been on the go track and it doesn't work. We think it works. We're at 75% thinking we're at a hundred but really we're still only at 75%. So when we allow that roof to come off and we climb to hundred percent, we go, Whoa, what was I doing? Sleeping six hours, doing these super high intensity workouts without having the appropriate recovery and nutrition, water intake. Um, and so that's where I went, you know what? I'm going to build a business around those other 23 hours about mindset, about our recovery because there's a dime a dozen, you know, Google fitness club, and you're going to get a thousand hits on where you could go and do a, a high intensity interval training or get an online program to exercise and work out. Being able to focus in on how are you recovering that nobody wants to talk about and how to measure it. All, every single one of my athletes has, has a whoop. So we, we measure objectively through subjective changes and so that we know, wait, no, there's, there's some truth behind this as well. And so that was for a, a long winded answer. That was my, that was my aha moment. And I haven't turned back since then. Everything's been full steam ahead in working on a mindset um, to be able to change the way that we speak, the way that we act, the way that our day-to-day -day habits are. I think this conversation is going to come out at a very opportune time as we're having this uh, what, a couple of days before New Year's, which is a really popular time for people to have resolutions about getting in shape, losing weight, whatever the resolution may be. But so much of that is focused on, 
on nutrition and exercise. Joel, I was just listening to one of your podcasts and you were talking about this cycle of nutrition and exercise, nutrition and exercise. And that's how we've learned to get healthy, right? It's those two things over and over. But you were talking about until you got past that cycle um, that you started to realize and started to really make the gains that you were looking for which is why I love this concept of the other 23 hours because it's such an important thing that I think is missed by coaches or athletes or businesses where I'm kind of, you know, I'm an anti-resolution person because I don't think that it works. I think there's enough data out there that says that it doesn't work, but what do you say to those people who are maybe going to try to start something as we roll over into 2021 how do I even start to look at those other 23 hours of the day and to make sure that they're in some sort of better order than they are right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. I don't, I'm actually, my next podcast is talking about not, not about resolutions, but about themes. And I truly believe that, that theming your year to have an overall focus is one of the best ways that we can succeed. So being able to say, you know what, I know that I'm missing, I'm missing more bandwidth here in my training. I need to, I need to recover more. My suggestion would say, then you should have a theme on recovery, meaning that you're looking to every piece and component of your day-to-day life and where you can recover more. And that might just start off simply by asking your coach, how can I recover more? Or typing in Google, how, how do I recover better? And it's going to give, it's going to pop up all kinds of different things. Um, being able to start off with one thing. I'm huge on doing one thing. We're such a go, 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 do, 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 do type of society that we want to grab onto 16 different things. And it just falls through our fingers like sand. You know, we think we're grabbing onto something and, and it's falling apart instead of just saying, Hey, I'm going to grab this one thing and being able to take a systematical approach and going, all right, I'm going to start off with sleep. I don't sleep enough. Most people don't. I'm going to start researching how I can sleep better. And until I get a grasp and I'm sleeping eight hours uh, every single night, as particularly as an athlete, if you're an athlete and you're not sleeping eight hours a night, you're, you're leaving all kinds of gains out there. You're working your tail off in the gym, and then you're just letting it fly away because sleep is the process in which our body is going to recover. And not being able to get enough sleep is, is key number one. Um, from there, I would move on to, to, to water. I have a, a systematical, it's called a, the iconic change and it's 12 months, which each month we focus on one thing between mindset, nutrition, physical activity, so on and so forth. But being able to create an overall theme and say, Hey, I'm going to be the best recovered athlete that I've ever been in this next year. That way you can switch on and off different goals instead of putting this real massive goal that really is too high of a hurdle that you can't get over and then you don't end up doing it. And so then you feel bad about yourself and you create this negative loop when it comes to setting and achieving goals. And therefore you don't want to set goals because 
you failed so many times because the hurdle was so high that you created this, this neuro pathway of, I'm not going to succeed. I, I love this thing that you said, and, and I, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach. I, like one of the things that you look at in terms of development and like the, the use is like the way that they identify their the identity that they create. And you said, I'm going to be the best recovered athlete I've ever been. I'm going to, I'm going to be blank. It's about identity. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you can, when you compare like a deep purpose, and we talk about this a few times on the podcast, when you have deep purpose, it leads to something bigger. Right. And so it's not, I want to sleep eight hours every single night. And then when you fail, like when you, when you get a six hour night, because you were up late for whatever reason, you, you were irresponsible. And yet now you got to work on a project late at night. And this is not just for athletes or it's for everybody, you know, like, Hey, I, 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 I push it off and now I have to deal with it. And now you get six hours and then the next night you get five and a half and whatever. And now you feel like a failure. Yeah. Because your goal isn't there. Instead you're saying, okay, I'm going to be the best recovered athlete I've ever been. And that allows for some failure in there. It allows, I just, I'm better than I was a year ago. I'm better than I was two years ago, whatever it might be. I'm going to be the best recover. I'm going to do the best at sleep I've ever been. Right. I'm going to be a great sleeper. Like we, you know, when you tell kids that this is part of your identity, when you tell people that this is part of your identity, it helps the process towards wanting to stay in the battle, right? It, it gives 100%. you the, the freedom to say, okay, I screwed up, but that doesn't change that I am still the best I've ever been at this thing, yeah. you know? And, and one of the, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you have a, a podcast called icon fitness, right? It's, it's, is that the name of it with, yeah. with Joel? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think. Um, yep. Yeah. And so listen to the podcast. I have some back issues, right? I, I play college football and yeah. wrestling college and I have some sciatic nerve pain stuff and I had an injection, all this stuff. And so I, I listened to the back pain episode with, with Bobby Bohm and he was talking about, it's about dysfunction, right? It's about, mm-hmm. can you dig into the places where you have dysfunction and can you identify those things? It's not that you are a bad person. It's not your yeah. identity isn't tied to this thing. No, it's, it's your dysfunction that's causing this thing. So can yeah. you deal with the dysfunction? And, and as you have moved away from gyms and health clubs and fitness, as we tend to think of it, what are some of the places where you see dysfunction creeping in for that world that maybe people don't realize, Hey, this isn't about me. It's just a dysfunction that's happening in this world that maybe, maybe it, I can do something else. Maybe I can take a different stand. And I think you've talked some about it, recovery, nutrition, water, some mm-hmm. of those things, but are there any other pieces that you really want to drive home for people as they think about how do I get in better fitness? Yeah. Well, it, it starts off with our mind, right? You know, I alluded to it earlier. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our actions. Our actions become our habits and our habits are our legacy. And if we aren't up here in the right mindset, everything else, you can try. You can push a boulder uphill for as long as you can until you realize that it's easier just to get out of the way. And being able to start off with a proper mindset, we are such a win-lose society instead of a curious society. I always tell people, put on your lab coat, right? You're a scientist first before you're an athlete. That way, when something goes wrong, I only got six hours of sleep. Cool. Why'd you get only six hours of sleep? Uh, I stayed up late. I had a project. Well, why were you doing your project late at night? 
uh, well, I kind of put it off, you know, late. Oh, so you procrastinate. So you're lacking structure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at that. Okay. Well, let's take a look at structure. Let's not take a look at sleep because if we can fix structure now, all of a sudden you're fine with being able to get sleep because you've gotten everything done that you need to get done throughout the day. And that's not to beat somebody down like, Oh, I can't believe you can't sleep. You're not committed to your craft or to your sport. It's just being able to go, why don't we ask why? And I tell people all the time, you want to get down to the root coaches, players, anybody ask why five times when somebody says, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get enough sleep. Why? Uh, cause I didn't get a project done. Why? Uh, because I was, I was late. I kind of put it off until the last minute. Well, why'd you do that? Uh, I don't know. Cause I, I just don't really want to do it. Why don't you want to do it? Uh, cause I'm not really good at it. Why don't you think you're good at it? Uh, well, if you want to be honest, I, I think I'm stupid. Now we got somewhere. Yeah. We got to the root. You think you're stupid? If that's your thought, it's going to affect your actions, your habits, and for sure your legacy. Because if you never think that you equal up to enough and it all came because you didn't get six hours of sleep, but we asked why enough times that we got to the root of it and we go, no, 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 you're incredibly smart. You have all the pieces that you possibly can have. And when we change that thought process, when we pull the root out, all of a sudden the athlete becomes better. The person becomes, the mother becomes better. The man becomes better just by being able to reverse that and put on a lab coat instead of pulling out a ruler and smacking ourselves on the, on the hands. I shared with Jamie before you hopped on Joel, uh, just a part of my fitness journey, my physical health journey. So I, I was an athlete growing up. I played college football. I never really um, found my why, my purpose for for physical fitness and exercise. And so since I stopped playing, my my fitness level has kind of ebbed and flowed kind of in the season of life. But for me, my physical health, there was never really, again, there was never really that purpose other than competitive athletics. Right. You know, and so then once that was over for me and that Jay, this is kind of connecting Jamie to your identity piece a little bit too, where it's like, that was my identity. So I knew that I had to do it. And so I did. And since then I've never, you know, and this is again, why I was so excited about this conversation is because this is so personal for me because I've never figured out for me what it means to, you know, live healthier in my body. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and to have a happier life. I know all the exercises. I know a lot of the science and the data behind it. And I can apply this and I can apply this process to other areas of my life. But in this area, I, I just seem to keep putting walls up. And I think that's probably true of other people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and for I, sure. So how do, how do you kind of start to break through some of those walls? And I, I think the asking the why, right. I, I yeah. just, even that right there was like, well, why don't I, why don't I work out? Well, cause I'm, I was working. Well, why were you working? You know, yep. in my head, I was going through that in my own process. And yeah. um, other than that, how do you kind of work with people to kind of, and I, whether you want to use the word motivation or purpose yep. or, you know, how, why they're doing their why. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, being able to, to recognize first and foremost as a, as a coach, is this a person who is a doer, somebody who is constantly trying to achieve, 
Or is this somebody who's more kind of, you know, probably in proper English, but like somebody who is a beer, right? Who just is there, right? And there's, there's, a, there's benefit to both. A doer is, is more of the masculine energy, right? And the beer is more of the feminine energy. We have both energies as a matter of male, female, so on and so forth. But, but it's important to have that time to be. That time to be gives us time to reflect and be able to take care of ourselves. That feminine energy is that nurturing energy. You know, I'm doing this because, you know, it's like your mom would like rub your cheek or something. You're <laughs> like, oh, that feels so good, you know. But we, as if we're doers and we're just trying to achieve and we're trying to mark something off. And, I, and I'm just, you know, using, using you as an example, John, is, is if, if we're like, we come from the world of you need to get to your percentage do the reps, do, do the sets, do it as prescribed. If it's constantly that we have to do, and it's not like, yeah, I'm going to do a couple cleans. Doesn't feel so good. All right. I'm going to pivot and do some plyometrics instead. Right. Instead of it like being like, no, it has to be this way. You have to do it this way. And it has to go when it's in sports. Yeah. We're, we're more detailed. There's a reason behind each thing that we're doing and the better the coach the better that they can play with that doing and being where you'll recognize, Ooh, my athlete needs to just chill. And they just actually, you just need to go for an easy, you know, three mile run. Don't even worry about it. Don't even sweat it. That's a really good coach to be able to recognize that other coaches will just keep on back. Nope. We're supposed to do that. And you just got to go do that. When we do that. And then all of a sudden we're out of that framework about uh, that, those constraints. Now, all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't want to do anything. So I don't have to do it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because I've been told I have to do it, you know, and I was never able to enjoy the process of it. And so it's really important to recognize, hey, if I'm in a doing state, got to go, got to get things done, right? That's the masculine state. Do it, go get it. We're going to be in a more sympathetic state, right? We're going to be in that fight or flight. When we're in a more masculine or a feminine energy, where it's more nurturing, we're taking care of ourselves, we're allowing ourselves to lay down on the floor and maybe do some breath work or some meditation in the middle of the day when our doer mentality is like, no, 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 crush the work, get it done. Just, you know, if you get that done, then let's get another thing done. You know, it gives us no time to be able to be like, oh, this is enjoyable. In the middle of the day, I get to take a nap, go for a 30 minute walk, you know, like, go hang out with somebody with no pressure on that. I have to do something when we start balancing that and recognizing, Hey, there's a time to do and be in that sympathetic state. And there's a time to be and be in that parasympathetic state, the rest and digest the recovery stage. If we're constantly in the do, 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 do something will break eventually. And us as being athletes, particularly you guys play college football. I did not continue to play college football you know how broken your body is. And that's because it's just a matter of time. It's not if, it is just when. If you don't balance that two of being, hey, it's time to do and put your effort in. Hey, and it's time to be. Well, I think so, that's so that's so true too of, <clears throat> I, and we'll get to you, you Jamie, for a second, but I just want this one, that's so true of everything. It doesn't, if, you, if it's your work, doing, 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 doing isn't necessarily more productive. You have to also be right. You have to have that time to recover and reflect. And, and I think that's, it's so counter. I mean, I think there is starting to be a shift 
toward like, Hey, overall wellness in the workplace and, and things yeah. like that. But yeah. I think it still is so ingrained that it's, you know, be productive every minute of every hour you have to be doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, is that actually more productive or do you need that time to be? So I love that distinction between do and be Jamie, what do you got? So I, I coached a, an extremely high level athlete here in Minnesota. He was, uh, a seven time state champion in the hurdles and wow. uh, was just, in a, he actually won a state title for us by himself. Um, he was the only athlete we qualified. <laughs> Which doesn't make any team. sense still. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> tra- it's track. Um, <laughs> but he, he was elite, elite high school athlete. And then he came back his freshman year of college and hung out with us at practice and made us all feel really bad that we had been terrible coaches. Right. Or some, cause he had, he had leveled up. And so I started talking to him, right? And I'm like, what is it, man? What is it? He goes, it's my people, number one. And like, we had great kids. We had great, like, mm-hmm. we had a lot of community around our track program. And I think we did an awesome job of it. And he's just like, I found people, number one, that like, that love this thing like I do. And we can just be at track, right? Mm-hmm. He used that word where it's like, we can kind of just be who we are in ourselves and like do this thing. And he's like, but we, we do it in, the ice bath like we're, we're just like we just hang out in the yeah. ice tubs we hang yeah. out yeah. in the training room yeah. and it's like the doing stop and obviously he got great coaching he, and he leveled up because of all of these other things sure. but like sure. it was about the community that he was around mm-hmm. and taking some of that pressure off and yeah. saying i get to love this thing and not right. have the expectation of this thing right because right. the people around me have created this community that says this is okay and I was like, man, what a powerful, powerful message. And you bringing that being and doing, just like John said, it just makes so much sense. And then the leveling up was automatic, right? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was amazing to see because physically he, he hadn't changed that much. But just in all of the little details, they came out. And who doesn't want to grow in the small, small areas? Because that's yeah. where the big steps happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, and that, you know, like John was saying, it, it absolutely translates to workspace. It, it just happened to me to the, the other day. I was a little worked up in the morning and I felt my mind kind of, kind of racing and kind of rolling around. And I got to work and went through some breath work and just said, Hey, just be, get whatever needs to get done today. I always have everything tasked out, right? I use a planner. I have my top big three that I, that I plan out on Sunday. So my day, my week is structured. And by just taking off the pressure and just going, yeah, just get this. I had to do some, some video recordings. I had to do some content creation. You know, when, when you, when you're, you get that brain block in trying to do content creation. It's like the most insanity that you will ever be in, in your entire life. You're like, write a sentence, delete it, write a paragraph, delete the entire paragraph, start all the way over, you know, um, you know, run away, run away, you know, freak the hell out. Um, lay down on the bed and cry a little bit. Right. Yeah. Just like, what is this? It's three hours and I didn't do anything. Yeah. And, and so I allowed myself to, Hey, Joel, and this is something I've been working on a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton with just my coaching. I have my own coaches that, that help me through this kind of stuff. And I said, just, just be with it. Just be with the process. And I was able to get not only my number one task yesterday, but also my number one task today completed. And I left work early. 
And that's because I, just like your track athlete, was able to just be part of the process. I'm already in terms a primed athlete. I'm not, there's a time for doing where it's just like a kid comes out on the track and doesn't know how to, to run, right? Is running with all his legs and doesn't know how to use his arms. Oh, okay, well, let's teach you that. Then you get to a certain point and you see this a lot in, in college and pros where it becomes looser and looser, you know? Mm-hmm. And the pros is kind of like, hey, do, do what you need to do, you know? Because you're already at that point that you just have to allow yourself the pressure to fall off and go, Hey, you're already a pro. Just do the work, you know, write the content. It's okay. Whatever comes out is going to be awesome. You know, whatever project you're working on, you're going to kill it. And as soon as you start allowing that pressure to fall off, all of a sudden productivity flies through the roof. And I was able to leave early. So I'd got both my dumb tasks done for the two days. And I left work early all because I gave myself the freedom to be part of the process. And that's really what we need in our coaches and our bosses and our CEOs and, and our leaders is to be able to go, Hey, you know what, guys, shut everything down. Let's go, let's go get a beer. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what today, guys, we're going to, we're going to play a game instead of doing this, you know, 10 by two hundreds, you know, with, you know, two minutes, two minute rest or one minute rest until you feel like you're going to throw up. Like there's days for that. Absolutely. I, Man, I, I've enjoyed our conversation today because you just hit on things that we are about. And I think that anybody that is listening can can pick one, right? There's some there's a bunch of good stuff. The five wise is incredible. Yeah. Uh, hey, just pull out and take a break. Breathe. Mm-hmm. Like the whole piece, like you're talking about, it's not just nutrition and fitness, it's so many things. If anybody can get one today, um, they should say thank you because all of it is really good. Where can, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? Sure. Um, if anybody's really interested in what you gave here today and they want yeah. to touch base with you. Yeah, definitely. You can get, a, you can get a hold of, uh, of me by going to my website, www.iconfitness.com. Um, you can send me an email at joel at iconfitness.com. And that's I-K-O-N, not I-C-O-N. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Joel underscore Cochran underscore as well. Cool. Joel, one last thing before yeah. we let you go. I, we, we started doing this a while ago and then we kind of got away from it, but something that's always interesting to us is what's for you, what's something that you're interacting with personally, whether it be a book, a podcast, something that is growing and stretching you that might be of interest to people that are listening right now. Uh, 100%. I'm glad you asked that. I'm going through a coaching program myself called uh, Alpha Hippie. And this is designed for men in their 30s um, who are looking for direction, their true north, um, how to be able to not only define their core values, but to be able to place them into their lives and to be congruent with the actions and values that they are being as men. Um, This has helped me tremendously, not only in clarity and clarification, but also in the way that I speak and think throughout the day. Like I was saying earlier, your thoughts become your words and choosing your words very carefully, speaking a little bit slower, being very assertive to what you are asking and why you're asking it instead of just throwing it off, you know, throwing it out there and just kind of 
you know, sound biting it, take a moment and go, why am I going to ask this question? What is my purpose behind this? What am I looking to get out of this? And by just slowing down a little bit, you learn that, hmm, I can get to my answer much quicker if I know the right question, instead of just throwing everything out there, confusing the person that you're talking to, walking around in circles, but, and then end up walking away without a shared meaning of what actually happened. Um, so if, if, you are a, if you're a man out there in their 30s or 40s, this, this program is, is definitely for you. Um, Alpha Hippie, you can find them on I am Alpha Hippie uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can search, for, search them on, on the web as well. Sounds like an awesome, awesome resource. And, and thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Totally. And as always, thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed it. Like Jamie said, it's uh, been our pleasure. Yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. You guys, uh, this was uh, an awesome conversation. I really appreciate your guys' time. I, lo I love what you guys are doing. Thanks again to Joel for joining the eyes up mindset podcast. As always, our guests are incredible. He brought awesome stuff today. Good juice, as our, our head coach used to say, probably still does say. Um, if you like what you heard today on the podcast, don't forget that we have a YouTube channel. You can see the video of Jamie and I doing all of our interviews. Uh, those are put together. I've had a lot of fun with those. Um, and then also check out our website. We just launched an apparel line. So eyesupmindset.com. You can see the store icon. I have some stuff on right now that you can order. So go check it out if you're looking for some gear. Jamie, a ton of good stuff, nuggets to take away, things that you can apply to start living eyes up today. What stood out to you? I think the thing, and we actually have a presentation about this when we work with businesses, is, is this idea of who versus do. And Joel called it beer versus doer, This different the different types of energies that we have. And, and I don't care what we call it doesn't matter. The thing that is awesome to be reminded about sometimes is that it's okay to just be. But more than that, who do you want to become? John said it. There's enough data out there that shows us that New Year's resolutions don't work. They're not super valuable tools. You know what is valuable? And Joel talked about this. Who do you want to become? Not what do you want to do, not what goal do you have to set for the year, but what thing, what theme, what idea will transform who you are becoming? Because that is powerful. That's a tool that motivates us to get up in the morning and to do the work as often as we need to. And it's a reminder that sometimes doing is just a waste of time. Sit down, take a breath, meditate, just be on occasion this who we're becoming is built by all of it and as always live eyes up